0: Hello everyone. My name is Jessica and this is my podcast. Today I'm going to be talking about what it's like to go to a, a new school and how to make friends in that environment, how to basically act in spaces where you might feel like an outsider and how to assimilate, how to be a good member of the crowd and how to like put yourself out there. I think in essence, A lot of times when you're outside of your comfort zone, it's a lot harder. So yeah, this is what this podcast episode is about. But first, I want to tell you guys about this app that I use to get cheap deals on sports games and concerts. It's called GameTime, and they specialize in last-minute ticket deals. So from my experience, the closer that you get to the event, the more that prices are likely to go down, and GameTime lets you buy up to an hour before the show, so if you're looking for anything to do this weekend, I would just browse through their app because there's always something fun that you and your friends can do. I will link them down below. Thank you guys for tuning in and enjoy the rest of the episode. How did I come up with the idea for today's podcast episode? So when I started high school, I started a completely new school in a completely new city. I had no idea who anybody was. Like, I knew no one. I had grown up in a si- in the neighboring city But it was, like, miles away, you know, so I was really unfamiliar with everyone at the new school, but the new school was also kind of nestled in the hills of Tustin, if you're from Orange County, then you know where that is, in some made-up place called North Tustin, which actually does not exist. It's literally what the people from the area called it because they didn't want it to be known as, like, the neighboring city, but that's that's a story for a different day. Today we're talking about going to a brand new school where you kind of feel like an outsider and how to find friends in that environment. But also I think now it kind of has translated to my adult life which for how many years ago since I was in high school? Years total since the beginning of this since my freshman year of high school probably eight um, and then years since I've been in high school about four years because I'm 22 so in essence this episode is mostly I'm going to be talking to a lot of the younger crowd but I think if you're an older if you're an adult you will gain some sort of help from this because even as an adult I find myself in situations where I might because I've been dancing recently and I've been trying a few different different like dance studios in Los Angeles and Orange County so I'm tune for on back and forth, and what I learned every single time I'm at a new studio is I'm in 4 1, and we're gonna get into that today because some of this stuff is really exciting for me to talk about, and I know that it can help a lot of people. So, in brief, going to a new school can be very scary, and you might feel some sort of social anxiety. I remember I felt that a lot when I was a freshman in high school because, like I said. Um, I was in a completely new city with new people. I felt really out of place and some difficulties might arise. You know, you might have a hard time fitting in with people or maybe people are clicky and everyone is very close-knit and everyone's friends with one another. So that might also cause you to feel some sort of self-doubt. Um, some social anxiety, especially when you're in spaces where everyone else knows each other, and you don't know anyone, you're completely new, and I find this to, to have been the case when I was a freshman in high school, but also even like last week, when I tried out a new dance studio, and there was new people, and the whole experience taught me, it basically just teaches you how to rebuild your social skills, but fortunately, when I was in high school, I was almost forced to learn how to communicate with people and how to put myself out there in order to like literally survive, survive. which I think was a good side to all of this from when I first started high school to when I finished it. It's like I changed a lot and I became much more, I became a better listener. I became a better communicator all because of like having been put in that environment where I knew like no one Um, I didn't have any friends everyone around me had been friends for years and years and years so being a complete outsider in that case around people that I was not similar to at all really did force me to have to put myself out there and have to learn how to communicate with people and like how to make new friendships so that was one of the things that I was really fortunate for especially leaving any sort of comfort zone that I was in back then and also now to where it's like I'm more comfortable leaving my comfort zone now and that was something I struggled with for a few months and even if you like go to like previous episodes uh, you might hear some sort of level of closed-mindedness I would I would say and i think like the farther i move away from versions of myself in the past it's like i just have more experience now and i have more awareness now and that all that comes through like experiences and people that you meet and people that you're around while i wouldn't say that previous episodes were like tone deaf or anything like that i do think they all come with a certain level of awareness i do think that as we grow and as we meet new people as we're around more people, we do begin to understand more and we do begin to see the world in different ways and gain some more perspective, which I think is really important. So I was really grateful for my high school experience in a way, even though it was very difficult and it was completely out of my comfort zone. Because when I was in middle school, my middle school was like 90 percent people 90 i would say 95% people that were of the same culture as me people who came from a similar background as me you know we all had the same culture we all kind of like our families like the same thing you know in mexican culture it's very family oriented and the culture has a lot of similarities like you know religious stuff and the sports that you watch and play like soccer was like a big thing in middle school for for us and you know, everyone was kind of the same. Everyone was bilingual, like everyone was Hispanic. And then I, my, the high school that I went to, was like pretty much all white kids, and that was really like scary in a way because I, like I said, I wasn't used to it. Like my middle school was ninety five percent like Hispanics, Mexican people. <laughs> like it was, it was tough. I'm not gonna lie. Not only that, but like I went into high school with like a lot of negative self talk like towards myself and when I that's when I started it freshman year and it was probably at its worst at this time my self-talk was very doubtful my mentality was like super negative uh I was but at the same time like as I'm having like all these doubts about myself I will also just always kind of been the person that's been kind of in the background and like shy and timid like I've always of been that way even though high school I think did really help me break out of my shell at the same time um, I've always been really shy I think and even as an adult like I haven't been able to shake that off like all of high school I learned how to communicate with people how to make friends how to speak to people and make people like me and that's a skill that you have to learn and it was a skill I was forced to pick up on but at the same time even now that I've have it I'm still shy like I still go to a new dance studio and like I'm still kind of in the background and just shy I'm, I'm a shy person and I think I finally like came to terms with that especially recently one of the very like first instances in high school I remember that really pushed me to make the decision to improve my communication skills I think it all starts with like making a decision any single time, any time that I've made a commitment to improve in one area of my life, it's all come from a moment where I just said, I'm done with things being the way that they are. Like, I'm gonna have to improve this if it's the last thing I focus on right now. And focus is everything, right? So, the time in high school was when i bombed one of my presentations i think it was around actually my sophomore year i completely bombed one of my presentations i was stuttering i went over my time i couldn't remember any of my lines and by the end of it it was like really embarrassing so i just swore to myself like that's never going to happen again next time i do a public presentation or anything like that i'm going to be way more prepared i'm I'm going to know my stuff, you know, and I'm going to really care about my public presentations because I'm someone that I don't really talk that much to begin with. I'm kind of shy and it's hard for me to make friends, but I want to know that like every time I get up there and like I do something in front of the class, like it's going to be good and it's going to be something that people remember. And there was this one kid in my class, his name was Will, shout out to Will, because he was... He was one of those people who's, like, so confident and, like, prepared and self-assured that it rubs off on you. It's, like, infectious. He was so confident it was infectious. And when he goes up, he's just so calm. And I think one of the things about confidence is confidence is literally just calmness to me. That's one of the things I really learned in high school was the... the and Actually, I would say more in my later life. Like, in my adult life, I learned that calmness really is confidence. But Will was one of those, one of the first people to really show what that looks like to me, and especially, like, as a high school student, like, it's rare to see somebody so, like, intelligent and, like, put together. It might start, it might start sounding like I have a crush on him or something. Damn, I gotta need to start glazing, stop glazing. I think someone said that on TikTok about me. They're like, the glazing is so intense. It's like, shut up, please. Anyway, this guy was so confident. But one of the tips I would include here is to find a model for yourself. Like, if you lack in confidence or if you just, you know, you're not, you're insecure or whatever, just find someone who has the confidence that you want to have and like, you'll find that it rubs off on you. So after my presentation in class, I had made the decision that I wanted to be better at communicating, better at doing speeches and stuff. So when Will went up, and this is after I had already gone, I was really paying attention to what he was doing, how he went up on stage. He was doing like the triangle pose. I don't know if you guys know what that is, but like you basically put both of your hands together and you form a triangle with your two, you put your two thumbs together and then you put the rest of your fingers together at the top, and you form a triangle, and you just kind of stand there, and it helps you remain posed during your presentation, so I was just looking at, like, everything that he was doing, and his body language, I'm really also into, like, body language and stuff, and all the things that he did even in the structure of what he was saying and the way that he was speaking what he was wearing the eye contact he was making literally every little detail of what he did i was paying attention to that because i like i said i really wanted to learn and i had that drive i've always like had that drive to be better like even if i tell you like um at the beginning of high school i was super shy and timid and like in the background like no one literally no one knew my name even as I say that I still had some sort of motivation to really learn and I think that really pushed that motivation out versus when I was in middle school you know and everyone's kind of the same it's homogenic you don't have that extra layer of feeling of I don't belong here versus when you're put in that environment where you feel I don't belong here I don't no one wants to be friends with me Um, when you are put in that situation and the outside is literally validating what you're thinking. We're going to get so into that because we're going to get into like um, some of the thoughts I was having specifically because I want to like get really specific on the thoughts that I was having because I know that there's probably people out there who like are sharing the same thoughts and are feeling the same way. So if you find that like you're having any one of these thoughts, we're going to go through them and then we're going to go through like tips on how to help you navigate through those thoughts because like i said i've been in this situation before and i know like what goes on through your mind basically and i've gathered these things up and different anecdotes and stories from when i was in school and i put them together so number one i said i used to feel like i had nothing interesting to say and this came up in class a lot like i had classmates who it just felt like they had the most interesting lives like there was this one kid in one of my trigonometry classes who he had the craziest life his parents were like reality tv stars they would film shows in his house because his dad had like his own show or whatever his dad had like the coolest cars he himself had a really cool car a fuck ton of money as well what's another thing about him he had really nice hair i will say that but he also had an alcohol problem which i was You know, when I was in high school, I was really innocent. Like, I I didn't know people were doing drugs. I didn't know people were drinking. I didn't know people were doing half the drugs they were doing. Even, like, weed, I was like, whoa, like, that's crazy. Like, you're literally a drug addict. But, But, yeah, this guy named Will, he was just so interesting. Like, he always had a story. Every time we come to class, he'd be like, on the weekend, I was hospitalized because I got alcohol poisoning and i am just off to the side listening to this like whoa and he would just t- talk about like his parents like affairs and like all this inside scoop and it was just extra juicy cuz like they had their own tv show he was so interesting and i like, compared myself to him a lot that's another thing too it's like i would really compare myself to like the my, my classmates and i that's one of the things i think caused feeling like I had nothing interesting to say because you compare yourself to other people and you're like, Wow, I I really have nothing going on. I also always had this feeling that like no one wanted to be friends with me. At least the people I wanted to be friends with didn't want to be friends with me. Because at this point, you know, other people came up to me and would introduce themselves, like, wanting to be friends, but I found that I didn't really want to be friends with those people. Like I was looking at like the girls on the sports teams or the dance teams and the people I actually wanted to be friends with and I just kind of felt like they didn't want to be friends with me because I also went to a high school where sports was really big so everyone involved in the sports had been very close for like several years leading up to high school to the point where it's like once they're in high school they are like have known each other for like seven years and they've all been friends with one another. So that was really intimidating to not only going somewhere where sports was a really big thing, and my I myself wasn't very good at sports at the time, and at the time as well, I didn't really believe in myself to improve. Now as an adult, I think I clearly understand that if you make the decision to improve in one area, even if it's a sport, you can with enough practice and consistency you can get decently good or at least to the point where you're proud of the progress that you've made and I find a lot of times that like the deepest level of happiness and like sense of purpose that I get is when I have like a goal in mind and I reach that goal like that is a dopamine hit for me fully like no type of pill or drug I think equates to the feeling of making a commitment to yourself and like actually getting there so in high school especially early on I was really in this place where the people I wanted to be around didn't it felt like they didn't want to be around me and this kind of came up with like sports a lot like I said my school was like heavy on sports everyone on the sports teams has been friends since they were literally infants they've been playing the same game together since they were five and they're like neighbors. Like one of the girls on my lacrosse team, she lived literally adjacent to the field. Her backyard, the door to her backyard opened up to our, like where we practiced lacrosse. And shout out to her. She was really, I feel like me and her were kind of the same. I'm gonna talk a little bit about like my lacrosse experience. But when I was in high school, I, that summer, I wanted to play, I wanted to like, play with the lacrosse team and see if it was a sport that I wanted to pursue you know in the fall when school started again and so I start going to these like lacrosse practices and you know my family doesn't have much money like a lot of the people I went to school with so my stick like I remember it was so embarrassing like so many things that happened to me that summer with lacrosse that to the point where I literally just gave up on myself but I just remember all the other girls having like more expensive equipment. My equipment was either sometimes not the right equipment or it was just cheaper. And I remember some of the girls were like making fun of another one of the girls that was there because her stick was like really cheap. So they would like be mean to her. And I remember I was just like, damn, it's rough out here, you know? But here's what really differentiated me and the girl with the cheap lacrosse stick, right? So I had actually been there longer. I had been, you know, putting more practice in relatively, right? Because me and her were like completely new to the sport. So I was putting more more work in. Um, my stick hadn't gotten made fun of, thankfully. But she had this one thing, right? So she was a really good communicator and she was really friendly. Something I didn't have. Something that I needed to learn and something that I should have looked at and been like, okay, she's good at communicating with people to the point where like she made the team really fast because she would always go to the coaches and ask them for help and she would say like hey can you give me tips on this other girls on the team as well like she would talk to people she would ask for help and that was one place where like I really struggled in was literally just asking for help because once you can do that I think people are a lot of times especially if they're good at something they're more likely to help you and and even offer help in the future in regards to like what you need help with and uh That was something I never really did but something that I really had to do and something that had I done I think I would have had a better experience instead of thinking to myself The people I want to be friends with don't want to be friends with me Like all the girls that I wanted to play with instead of thinking like that. It was just like just talk to them They're not as scary as you think that they are and I like I said at the time. I was fairly shy I was really timid. I think that when you are that way easier to just go under the radar now let's move into some tips so a little bit out of high school I'll still make the allusions to my high school experience because there was a ton but honestly i'm a little bit embarrassed to talk about some of the things that happened so i'm just going to give you some straight up tips if you are entering spaces where you are an outsider or if you're starting high school for the first time number one is to be a good member of the crowd this is actually t- advice i give people when they're going to a concert for alone for the first time because I've done that so many times at this point that I'm I, there there came a point where I got tired of concerts because I was going to them alone so much I was like okay this is getting wild like the things I'm experiencing every time I go out because the thing is is when you go to concerts alone is you don't know what to expect, right? When you go with your friends, it's cool because or you're going with like your boyfriend or whatever. It's it's great. You dance, you have a lot of fun, you drink. This, that, and the other. <laughs> but when you go alone, you don't know who you're going to be seated next to so you. don't know who you're going to meet. You don't know what's going to go down. A lot of times, like, I'm, I make friends there when I go by myself. So I don't know, like, so I could either have like an amazing time or I can have a decent time actually because if i notice that like the people around me just aren't cool like that or like chill like that then i'll just kind of like move around and that's the good thing about going long tune is like you could just move around and meet other people and talk to people that are not necessarily where you're seated but they're around you know and they they like the same music that you do so it's really fun in that way like in the last concert i went to i went to go see the 1975 in at the hollywood bowl in los angeles And that was really fun because the people around me were like super chill. Um, There was like OG fans there. There was this one girl who her favorite song was like, what was it? It started with an H, head, cars, something like that. And she's like, I love this song. And I go to her and I'm like, that's such an OG song. She's like, yeah. And we just started talking about like the band and stuff. It was really fun. and. One, one thing about going to concerts alone too is that my friends at when I was in college they did not really like the same music as me and I remember on this one time this one occasion I wanted to go see this uh artist but I don't think my friends wanted to go so what ended up happening was I didn't go because my friends didn't want to go but I really 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 wanted to go so at the next concert which was funnily enough uh, the 1975 concert I was like well and I had already uh, graduated high school at this point right so I was ready to be outside I think ever since I graduated high school I was just ready to be outside so before I even had a car I took a water break but before I even had a car I was like taking the train to San Diego because it was so easy and it was like so aesthetic too I remember like TikTok was coming up and everyone was on the app and they would make the train rides look so aesthetic especially going along the like california coast up to san diego from los angeles it's so scenic and it's so beautiful honestly so i take the train to san diego what is it called it's called like the starlight no that one's that's the one to seattle the one to san diego is i don't know should i look it up i kind of want to tell you guys what it is Okay, so the train ride to San Diego... San Diego... From... Santa... It has a name, it's a cute name. We have a train station like five minutes away... From where I'm at. What's it called? It has the cutest name to it. I'll tell you guys if I end up finding it. But I took the train to san diego to see the band and i had a great time i met this one girl there i went up to her and she was alone too and we literally since because there was two openers i remember at the time there was the first band which was great and then there was caption the Bottleman, and then there was a the 1975 which honestly i don't think the 1975 has thrown a show like that like they did in 2019 when I was freshly out of high school because that show was amazing and then ever since then Catfish and the Bottlemen broke up so now we're stuck with no Catfish and the Bottlemen and the 1975 is going on a hiatus it seems like so I'm not having the best time which I think people can take that as a tip to befriend other lonely people Which is very interesting because when you think about it it's like okay i'm kind of alone i don't really know anyone at this school everyone at this school has known each other for years since they were like five probably since they were infants honestly because they grew up together but yeah it's just a really hard situation to be in and a lot of times i think some people do just go to like other people that are alone and they befriend them and stuff and that works you know if you don't have the confidence to really go up to the people that you actually want to be friends with Going up to people that are also by themselves and are also great people is a way to go as well. You will also find that you meet people that are very caring and they're good friends. You know, maybe they're not the friends that the, like, A plus, uh, what's it called, IB something, IB, the IB kids, you guys know what I'm talking about, the international by bicellerate or something like that they're the really smart kids that they kind of like cluster up because they're just really smart and they at during graduation they all have like the same medal or something I remember I our IB kids were low-key like full of themselves because they were all going to like really like top universities and I remember during our like high school graduation there was talk that some of them Wanted to wear different colored robes. Can you guys believe that? Like, okay, not to be shady or anything, but if you're asking for, like, you already have special treatment. You're already seated at the very front of the graduating class. But now you want different white robes? Really? White? The color white. You know what the color white means? That's a godly color. If you're wearing white, you're literally trying to tell people that you are God. Okay, I'm I'm kind of exaggerating there. I don't know if people can tell. Sometimes, sometimes when I like I start acting like dumb, I make like silly little jokes and stuff. I I forget that people don't really know me that well. I don't know. (laughs) Let's get back into the tips because I'm tweaking right now. It feels like okay. There's people that have established friend groups, friend people that have been friends for years. These are the hardest. To infiltrate I think and it's especially hard if you find someone who's like in one of these groups because it's like wait I want to be friends with this person but they already have like their solid friend group that they've had for the past like 15 years so then at that point it becomes a question of like how do I even infiltrate like this friend group like you can't it's nearly impossible to infiltrate it um, but one thing I will say to that is when that is the case You also have to keep in mind that like they have yeah they that's fortunate they have their own people that they can always go to and that they can hang out with but at the same time they're not building up the skill that they need for when they do become an adult for when they are out of high school to go out into the world put themselves out there go meet new people maybe they don't have that skill because their whole life they grew up around like the same people they grew up going to the same people's houses that they didn't really have to go out and make new friends so those people aren't gonna have the skill that you're working on in order to succeed in the real world I think a lot of times like when you are in high school when you are younger you do get wrapped up in like what ideas of what the real world is like and I think you'll see it a lot of times in like the relationships that people get into where they'll you know it's like the cheerleader who finds a guy on the football team and they think they're gonna get married but then they go to different colleges and it's long distance and there's cheating and then they break up and you're like whoa the the world is a tragic place uh I forgot where I was going with that but basically what I'm saying is that like when you're young you don't really know how things are going to change after high school so like you're not really thinking of that because like you're so wrapped up in like your high school experience that you're not really thinking what's going to happen after this but the reality is that like for me what was happening was that I was being prepared for like the real world and my real world experiences because in my I think my path was like how do I say this guided and purposefully different in the sense that like I was in high school it really sucked because like everyone was very clicky but at the same time like going out into the real world it's like now i have this skill now i can communicate with people now i'm a better listener and you come to learn that a lot of times what matters are the people that you influence and the people that you build a connection with and you begin to learn which people are worthwhile and which people might not be the right fit for you so that is something that i was fortunate enough to gain perspective on as well and if you find that you're struggling in your high school space and you don't have anyone to connect with I would suggest that you join something uh, maybe join something that repeats so I know I said that people in sports are like kind of hard to like become friends with, especially I think for girls it's kind of the case sometimes too because girls can be a little bit more clicky Uh, I don't know if it's the same for guys it could be completely different you know but that still exists that ego still kind of exists where you know certain people think they're better or maybe that self-doubt you might have and that self-talk and it all goes back to you and your your mindset and your perspective and that's what what I think is like really important to keep in mind it's how you think about it it's not necessarily how like another person is acting because one person can be really rude to you but then five other people can like offer you help and be super nice to you so you have to always focus on those people and i think even adults forget about this too because sometimes even as adults and i think this happens most of the time if you ask me most of the time even as adults if you find someone that you you know you know is a good friend for you you know only wishes you well Even when you find those people, you choose the people that are bad for you because maybe they're fun, maybe they, I don't know, they benefit you in some way that you like, but you know you shouldn't be around them because maybe they're a bad influence, maybe they're getting you to go to bad habits that you don't want to have or something like that. Maybe they're just not the ideal type of person that you want to be around, but you're around them anyway because you're fine with settling. And you forget about the good people in your life that were actually there for you when things were bad, when you needed help, when you needed the support. You might forget about those people and I think a lot of people make the mistake of doing that. But I think it's something that you can still keep in mind even when you're very young, is to keep the good people around. So, like I said, join something. Join anything that has repeat. And that's good for making friends, even as an adult, because it's something that I find with my dance classes. Is I go to so many new dance studios that I, you know, I'm constantly meeting new people. But it's like I'm gonna make friends at the dance classes that I go to repeatedly. And this is the same, you know, when you're in school. So go to anything that repeats itself. Maybe a sort of club, um, a sports team, some sort of group. But I would focus on thinking about what kind of people do you want to be around. And ideally, this is the type of people that you also want to be like or that you want to feel safe and supported around. So, for example, if you are a very creative person, you're going to go with a creative crowd, right? You're going to go with the musicians or the kids in theater or the kids that are into writing or reading or whatever it is. Versus if you just want to be around intellectual, academic, you're going to go do ethics, you're going to go do debate, you're going to go do... Um, IB or whatever that is, versus if you're more into the athletic crowd, you're going to go do sports, you're going to go do, um, I don't know, maybe even some athletic events. I know a lot of times there's like marathons in high school, there's stuff like that. So always keep an eye out for things that are going on around you. That's another good tip. Pay attention to like the signs that people put on the walls. I know, especially um, in libraries a lot too, they'll always have like events going on. Now, in terms of what you can do, I would say If you're just trying to make friends if you see someone struggling offer help because not only that but like you going and helping someone who is clearly struggling in a group full of people is not only gonna help that person but other people are gonna see that and they're gonna be like oh that person's like chill like that like they're just offering help where it's needed they're like good to have in the crowd and and when you think about it from like a what do you what do you say like um from like (laughs) an archaic kind of way like in the caveman days when you think about it like that I want to put it like that but I have to when you think about it from the perspective of oh everyone's gonna see that I'm helping this person but I'm helping them because I genuinely want to help them Um, so the people around you are going to be like oh we want to have this person in our group because they're they're good to have they're helpful when the someone in the group needs them You know they're good to have around like they're gonna offer help they're not just gonna like stand to the corner and act like they're too cool to do what's needed in the group so yeah offer help where it's needed that goes a really long way for that person that you're helping but also for your reputation anyway number five don't get discouraged if you try to make friends with someone and it's not instant Ooh, wait that was like a profound thing that i never elaborated on But I'll try to talk about it as best as I can. So don't get discouraged if you try to make friends with someone and it's not instant. Let's say you go, you see someone needs help, you go and help them. They say thank you, and then you just walk away. That happened to me the other day because I was at the store, and I needed a shopping cart. But it was one of those places where like it's really hard to get a shopping cart. Like you need to join a wait list to get a shopping cart. But I was just walking around, and some guy, um he came up to me and he was like do you need a shopping he kind of followed me around for a little bit i'm not gonna lie it was kind of weird um and i was like yeah i need a shopping cart <laughs> like what and he was like okay follow me <laughs> i'm like go follow him and he takes everything out of his shopping cart he takes everything out of his shopping cart and he just gives it to me and i'm like oh thanks and i just walked away like bye i, I mean he was probably trying to like you know what a what a nice guy that was really sweet honestly But what I'm trying to say is, like, don't get discouraged if you try to make friends with someone, and it's not instant, because a lot of times, relationships are a work in progress, which, like, literally, I remember the girl that helped me one time in lacrosse. Shout out, Samara. You are a beautiful queen. But she helped me, like, learn how to shoot better and, like, shoot more precisely. And honestly, guys, after that, like, the... I forgot what it's called when, like, you you're on a sports team and you, you do like little side games with your team. What is that called? It starts with an S. I don't want to say like a word that it's, I want to say scrimmage. Is it scrimmage? Let me look it up. Scrimmage meaning. Yeah, I think it is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's scrimmage. I got it right oh oh my god I'm so excited I got that word right that I don't know what that is too but like I'm so like fascinated by words that whenever I I get a word right that like I thought I didn't know I'll use it in a sentence and then I'll look it up afterwards like did I even use that word right and a lot of times I did use the word right because I have this theory that certain words sound exactly like what they mean And it could be a combination of just Latin roots that you like you put in certain words, but certain words don't even have that. It's just they just sound like they mean or the context clues were in there or whatever. Or I've heard it before. I don't know. But I think I really do pick up on words sometimes. Do I have any more tips for you guys? My last tip was to find someone who models the confidence that you'd like to have. And that came up in my first example about the guy I went to class with who was a really good orator like that word orator it starts with or aura like oral which relates to the mouth and then tor at the end it's somebody that does something so when you put that together it's like mouth combined with somebody that does something so an orator is somebody who speaks they're like a speaker so that's so interesting to me I have another account Called uh, Lizaraga Books, where I kind of make videos sometimes on like language and language learning and the English language, I think, because it's just very fascinating to me as someone who is a writer. But that was my episode on entering spaces where you feel like an outsider, and I think I will in the next episode make one on leaving your comfort zone because even as I'm, I find myself in these new spaces constantly. Um, I think I'm actively chasing like leaving my comfort zone because it's just not a place I want to be in anymore and it was a place where I found that I was in and this year I literally like Broke out of it. I want to say and like breaking out of it has been a challenge But at the same time, it's been like a really beneficial experience and as I've broken out of my comfort zone, I've actually stopped posting on social media so it was kind of weird because it's like you're not public anymore like you're not a public figure anymore or I, I don't know I think I kind of go on and off with that but I think in essence I am still a public figure but it's like I'm not posting all the time so to me it doesn't feel like I'm a public figure and then you're going back and forth with that I have a few minutes left but I honestly think that a lot of people, especially, like, influencers and stuff, kind of need that check of self-awareness to, because, like, when you're putting your videos and stuff online, when you're putting yourself out there online, like, and people start recognizing you in public, that's when you're kind of like, oh, this is, uh, this is different. Like, this is, I, I mean, I think with me, with, like, social media, I feel like every time I make a podcast episode, I just go back to talking about, like, me on social media But social media is just so weird to me. I don't know. I feel like right now I'm just in my era where I'm just, like, making podcast episodes every Sunday. And I'm constantly seeking, leaving my comfort zone. I'm being really consistent with everything. And I'm being really, like, private about the things going on in my life. Because I just don't really feel the need to tell anybody. It's, like, just get better and the next time they see you you're just gonna be better you know and that's it but i definitely want to do the next one on some sort of comfort zone another one i have in mind too is like healthy relationships so if you're listening to this let me know on instagram or something i feel like i only promote my podcast on instagram but i want to do one on either healthy relationships and how they're a scam or I'll do it on the comfort zone. But that's up in the air. If you're listening to this, like, later, you might find that the one on healthy relationships is the one you want. But you'll probably have both available to you. So, thank you guys so much for tuning in to today's episode. Uh, let me know what you liked about it. And have a